A few years ago, we grew and sold a business that forever changed our lives. At first, we really struggled trying to figure out which tools to use to help run and organize our community. But that all changed once we discovered Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part, Kajabi doesn't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So you keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash M-U. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash M-U. Go to kajabi.com slash M-U and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. More and more entrepreneurs and investors are discovering the awesome franchise opportunities that exist across a variety of industries. Franchising can simply be the better path and interest in franchising is at an all time high. Lucky for you, John Austinson, founder of Fran Bridge Consulting and a past Millionaire University guest is here to help you explore the premier franchise opportunities today. John and his Frambridge Consulting team are part of the largest franchise brokerage in the U.S. and have vetted the market thoroughly. Frambridge is hands down the premier source for the best opportunities in the franchise world, including both active and passive opportunities. From tiny homes to youth soccer to industrial hoses to pets, senior care to mental health, and more. John has served as an Inc. 500 franchisor and is a multi-brand franchisee himself. And he does more placements than anyone else in the country. Sign up for a free consultation call with John today or get a free copy of his book, Non-Food Franchising, at FranBridgeConsulting.com. That's FranBridgeConsulting.com. Available in the U.S. and Canada. We want to be understood. And so the number one goal is understanding for both of you. It's not about who's right or wrong. You don't have to even change anything. It's just understanding. Like that is the goal to like prove to the other person that you understand Mm -hmm. what they're saying. Happy New Year! You've never looked so good, baby. Looking good in 2024. Let's go. (laughs) So how was 2023 for you? 2023 was a ride. So many things happened. We had our oldest son turned into an adult. We <laughs> sold our house. <laughs> we moved. We've traveled the world. How many Airbnbs have we stayed in in the last four months? 35, 35. Airbnbs, guys. <laughs> that is no joke. Holy cow. So where are we now? We're currently in Solana Beach, hanging out in a really cool condo. In San Diego. Area. San Diego area. On the beach, recouping for about three weeks. I've got to get some dental work done. Brooklyn's got to take her driver's test. Brogan's maybe possibly getting kicked out of our next leg of travel so he can start adulting a little earlier than planned. Kaysen's recouping That's what happens when you do your chores. <laughs> online. So we've got three weeks here. Uh, we're getting a bunch of things done. And then January 17th, we will head off to our next leg of travel. Tara might speak a little bit better next time you hear her. She might have more teeth. 
<laughs> I am <laughs> missing teeth, people. <laughs> I can't chew with any of my molars because I had, I had four of my bottom molars removed. Therefore, if you hear her talking like this, <laughs> and bitch, I might be wise. <laughs> I'm like a chickmunk. I have to eat with my front teeth. So this morning, as we were discussing what we want to talk about on today's podcast, and we were just talking about all the things that we've done in 2023 and the lessons we've learned. And we're like, we should write down the things that we've learned, the most impactful things, and talk about those in today's podcast. Okay. Number one is communication is hard. Get a framework. A few weeks ago, we were in Huajine, which is a really cool island in the French Polynesia area. And Justin and I decided to get up one morning and go for a run. It's rainy season there, so we were just getting pounded with rain, which was cool. <laughs> it was hot. hot <laughs> it rain. was hot. So hot. And then there are these wild dogs that would chase us from time to time. So <laughs> Justin would he'd carry a rock, which is funny because we were fighting. And we were on but this run. we weren't run. fighting at the beginning of the run. I had no intention of... Yeah, there was... We didn't leave thinking we were going to get in a fight. Nope. We just started a conversation, got a little triggery. And then before you know it, we were like running and yelling at each other. And, but we'd take a break. <laughs> we'd be like, Hold on, I need to walk for a second. Oh, there's a dog. Here, throw a rock at it. We're no pretty... dogs were harmed in this run, no, by the way. they were not. But on this run, Justin was saying that we should use a framework to have some of our conversations. And I'm thinking, we're pretty good at talking about things. Like, we'll talk about anything and we're willing to talk about things. And But we definitely had some flaws and areas that were pretty bad in our community. I don't feel like you understand me, Tara. I want a framework. I demand a framework. That's more like what basically happened. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and Terry's like, no, I don't want a framework. Like, whatever. <laughs> framework, framework. Maybe we buddy. need a framework. Should we have a live argument yeah, <laughs> so they no. can hear how it No, I don't think so. <laughs> so, anyways, we're running, and Justin's like, we need a framework. And in my mind, I'm like, that's so dumb. Like, we don't need a framework. Like, let's just actually talk about what we're talking about. Like, just quit skipping around it. Let's go. And I realized, like, everything good has a framework, yeah. everything that is important has a structure. Like, if I were to go play basketball again, and there aren't any rules or there's not any kind of framework, then it'd be chaotic. Mm-hmm. You know, if you run a business without any rules, it's chaotic. If you go to school without any rules, it's just chaotic. And so there was some chaos in our communication. And so we decided to create a framework that would allow us to talk about things in a healthy way and actually get somewhere instead of going back and forth and back and forth and getting absolutely nowhere. And then we used that same framework with our kids last night mm-hmm. and it was amazing. We introduced it to our kids last night as a goal for our family of 2024, because when you are traveling for four months with your family in small houses, cramped cars, and you're, you know, traveling can bring out the best in someone. You get tired, you get ornery, you get annoyed with the people. There came points where they were just frustrated with each other and just kind of like on each other's case because they didn't really have a way of talking about the things that were really hard and difficult about being in a relationship with someone else. And so we taught this to them and it's our family goal for 2024 to implement this framework. And during the discussion, we had some moments where it was needed. We used it and it was pretty dang awesome. So as we were trying to come up with this framework, there is a framework that I feel like I have heard ever since I was a kid that has always stuck out in my mind. And I've heard it in different books I've listened to. And again, in one of the books that you recommended to me, and then again, in another book that I'm listening to for an interview that I'm going to do in a couple of days. And all of these communication experts share a very similar framework, a very simple framework. In fact, maybe a lot of you use it. It's so simple. And so duh, that you almost could skip over it. I think many people use it. It's so simple. You could easily skip past it and be like, it doesn't work or, but it takes so much willpower. When you are in limbic and you're just going off and like you're possessed for a moment when you're in a fight, you know how that happens. You just swap to another part of your brain that's just like out of control somewhat. And to have to take that train that's just going down the track and stop it. And then to try to understand someone else's point of view. It's so simple. It takes your conversation that would have been like two, three, four hours or days or weeks or months, whatever. And it's done within 
10 minutes or an hour, depending on how much you need to talk about. But it is so, 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 so simple. And we tried it years ago, but we didn't have the maturity or the maturity to actually continue to implement it. Well, it was, it was helpful at the time, but for some reason, since we're really smart, we stopped implementing it, right? We were like, why should we do that thing that works really well and it's really fast and <laughs> drives us, draws us together and makes us feel understood and listened to? Let's not use that. Let's just fight back and forth. Well, the crazy thing is we know how much we love each other. We know how much we love our kids. But let's be honest, being in tight quarters for the last four months and driving tight small cars and it exposes stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So that's when we got to the point where like, we need a framework. Everyone needs a set of rules because we all in our head have a story or a way of doing things that we think is right. And you need to have a set of rules, a framework, a certain way to communicate. Yeah. So should we share the framework? Let's do. Because when you're in Bora Bora and you're swimming with black tape sharks, but you're annoyed of this dumb little thing and you can't focus on this epic moment that you're having, you know, there's a problem. So or you don't go swimming with the black tape shark. You stay home. Or, or was that when you went jet skiing, jet skiing and I didn't go? Because I was like, I don't want to go. Justin stayed home from a really pretty <laughs> epic jet ski moment because he was bugged by all of us. But, you know, framework. We needed a framework. We needed a framework. <laughs> so we got one now. So our life is going to be perfect. Seriously, yeah. I'm really excited. Like, it gives you hope, right? It like, does. our marriage has improved tenfold. Our relationship with our kids is on the upswing. I mean, anyway, yeah. last night was awesome. Like major breakthroughs. I'm super excited to share this. This should be the whole podcast. Yeah. Let's share this. <laughs> I mean, you and Casey struggle with your communication. Let's be honest. You two buttheads. Mm, like don't tell listens. everybody. There's thousands of <laughs> tens of thousands of people listening there. They're but all going to know my secrets. You're both so dang awesome, but you, I have weaknesses. you both struggle with communicating with each other. And so last night they started to get into it for a moment. They were just going back and forth, back and forth, getting absolutely nowhere. Nobody was listening we to each other. We were trying to talk about the framework. They we were fighting about fighting. the framework. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay, perfect. Let's use this right Right now and they used it conversation was done like i don't know like three minutes totally and they both felt so great about it so it's really cool really simple let's talk about it so basically this is how it works and if you want to go and find a book it's not called the framework it's just what we call it but basically any marriage or relationship book will talk about this way of discussing things in a healthy and safe way not any but not any but a lot of them there will be a lot so you'll find it in some find it not in others but this is how it goes. When there is some sort of complaint, frustration, or a disconnect, you know, whatever is happening, someone will usually bring that to the relationship, right? And a lot of times it's brought in immature ways. Like we get annoyed or bugged, we say something mean under our tongue, or we have these vibes. And so a lot of times it doesn't come out well. So the first area of willpower and patience is being able to express something without attacking that person. So you bring it to the table and it can either happen in the moment when all of a sudden you're just fine. And then all of a sudden something happens and then you can feel that discord and you say, okay, I feel like we need a framework right now. Do you want to talk about this? And if they say yes, and you're both in agreement, then you move forward. If someone says, I'm pretty heated right now, give me a minute, then you set up a time to talk about that. For kids, we said they have three minutes. <laughs> For, I think if you're an adult and married, and you got to give the person the time that they feel like they need. Yeah. So you set up a time, you talk about it, and the person then who is then going to go first, so you decide, do you want to be the one who expresses first, or do you want to be the listener first? And so the person... I think usually the person who's frustrated. maybe the most frustrated goes first. If you're both equally frustrated, yeah. then just... Whichever one goes first. So you have the person talk and the person's going to express himself without attacking. Now you're not perfect. You might still do some attacking, but the goal is to say things without attacking during it because that doesn't work. doesn't get anywhere. There are studies that show if you start a conversation with attacking, it's pretty much doomed for failure. So it's also even better if you start with a few compliments. I really appreciate this. I see this. This is something I'm struggling with that I'd like to talk about. So I think the compliments work 
if there's one thing that you need to talk about in that moment, I think you just talk about it. Mm-hmm. There's another version of this or way of doing this that we've kind of done in the past. And it's basically once a week or every few days or however often you think you have like a companionship inventory, you have a, or you, you get together and you share all the things you appreciate and then you share the things that maybe bother you. Right. Yeah. So ideally it is good to be, hopefully you're always sharing things that you appreciate. Cause if you're just sharing things that bother you all the time, that doesn't work so well. Either. It's pretty common though. You know, how you just get stuck in these yeah, things that bother you and you end up just picking them apart. Mm-hmm. It's pretty common. And so a compliment here and there, but especially when you're heated can be pretty powerful because it really changes the vibe of what's yeah. happening and puts you in a different heart and brain space. But I do think when you're heated and there's something that's bothering you in that moment that you're arguing, I, I don't think then's the time to be like, let me share something I appreciate about, you know, I just don't know, no, but you definitely can because you, you could try it. let's say, you know, you're bothered that somebody didn't clean up their dishes and it's bugging you because they keep doing it. And so you say, you're talking about our son. Is that- <laughs> no. So you say, you know, I really see that you're working hard and I appreciate that. And I know you're trying, you've, I see you've made some progress in cleaning your bedroom, but these dishes are still really a problem. Let's talk about that. Like you can, you can naturally throw in authentic compliments. Yeah. So basically the person says, Hey, I am struggling because being in a relationship with you is hard because of X, Y, and Z. And you don't necessarily have to say it that way, but or not necessarily being in a relationship with you is hard because of X, Y, and Z. It's more like you want it. You really want to focus on the very specific thing. Yes. And you'll talk about this specific thing, but essentially you're saying currently this part of our relationship is hard Yeah, and I need to talk about it. And sometimes you only need to talk about it. Sometimes you need to come to a resolution. Sometimes changes need to be made, but we have found for the majority of the time, just being able to express it in a safe way and feeling like that person understands you is sometimes all you need. Yeah. If something doesn't need to change or be done, just knowing that, Hey, I hear you. I see you. I feel you. Uh It's really powerful. It's kind of insane. Yeah. So the person starts talking and says, I'm struggling with this, this, and this, and it makes me feel this way. And it's hard because of this. And it makes me feel this. It's like, you and the way you say it, it's important. Like you are the worst. You you always do this. That's not going to work. No, no one's going to want to understand things that you're saying that are just not cool. And the person listening, your number one goal always for both of you is understanding. The goal is not to win. Typically, as humans, we want to win. In a discussion, we want to win. We want to be right. How often are we like, I see, I told you, I knew it. Uh, 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 or we right? just want to know that someone gets like what we're trying to say. If someone doesn't get it or they won't listen to it, it makes us a little bit crazy. We want to be understood. And so the number one goal is understanding for both of you. It's not about who's right or wrong. You don't have to even change anything. It's just understanding. Like that is the goal to like prove to the other person that you understand Mm -hmm. what they're saying. So if Tara shares a frustration with me, do you want to do we dare try? <laughs> like, let's just role play. Let's say like, I, I usually do my dishes, you know, so we okay. can, we'll share this one just cause it's safe territory, Okay. but pretend like I don't. Okay. I kind of want to talk about this thing. This is usually kind of how I started off. You, you, you maybe just say, can we framework? You know yeah. what I mean? We're like, still kind of figuring this out because it's like a newer thing we're doing. So mm-hmm. like you have whatever way of like, you want to invite, you want to say, can, can we framework something yeah. as a way to go about it? Yeah. Yep. So you say, can we framework something is, is now a good time. You want to do it another time and. Hey, there's something I'd like to framework is now a good time. Or, or if you're getting an argument, you're like, okay, framework. <laughs> it's like, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, you need to framework So you can it. naturally move it through. It can be organic. Yeah. Know, as long as there's kindness and respect. Yeah. So you've agreed to have a framework and then you say, okay, well, I'll start if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. So 
yesterday when I was doing the dishes, I asked everybody to help out, but then I noticed I keep leaving those out and it's kind of been that way for a little while. And I get it. Like you're a hard worker and it's not something you totally want to do and you gravitate towards, but do you think you could really work on that? Cause otherwise it just kind of makes me feel like you don't really listen or care. And I end up doing all the stuff and I kind of feel like your waitress as opposed to your wife. So. so if I'm being honest, my natural response would be something like, well, you don't do this or that and the other. And like, are you kidding me? Like I do dishes all the time. I work so hard. I work so hard in the business. Look how much money. Like I want to say all of this. Cause that's obviously, but that's, usually but that's how I would go. feel. That's how I'd feel. That's usually what happens. And so then I'd be like, he would she doesn't see me. She doesn't appreciate me. Then I'd and go on then, my tirade and we just like, go back and forth. And I wouldn't be as direct. I'm just saying like the honest things that would oh, enter direct. into my mind, <laughs> but I would be like, really hurt and upset. Right. Yeah. So it would mean he didn't listen to me whatsoever. I wouldn't hear feel heard whatsoever. And then he'd say all this stuff. And then I'd be like, okay. And normally the framework, it wouldn't have been like, you were like, Hey, can we talk about this thing? It'd be more like, dude, what like the dishes, you know, or I would have felt like some frustration from you or there'd be disconnect and I want to know why. And then we figure it out. And you know what I mean? So there's all this stuff. Right. So in this situation, instead I would just listen and much as me, like, you know, I'd take, okay. So what you're saying is, I sometimes leave dishes in the sink and you're already working really hard. So I'm getting emotional. I didn't even do this and I'm getting like emotional thinking about it. <laughs> How powerful it is. That's frustrating for you because you're really busy with the kids and you're constantly cleaning. You're constantly taking care of this family. And so if I could simply just take those dishes and rinse them off, put them in the dishwasher, you would appreciate that. Yes. And that would make your life be, you're like getting teary eyed. I'm like getting teary eyed guys, <laughs> because this isn't really even a problem with dishes for no. Justin and I, but it's so crazy when someone hears you and feels you and validates you. And every single time we've done this, it has melted me to the core where I almost can't mm-hmm. handle it. Like I'm and almost, I'm almost overwhelmed with how deep it feels. Mm-hmm. And so we just gave you a fake scenario right now. And both of us were tearing up <laughs> <laughs> and it's as simple as that. So one of the rules is you express what you're struggling with and the other person cannot talk. Until they say, okay, did you, is that everything you wanted to say? Is that everything? Okay. You got it. Well, and until then, you know they're done. Like yeah. you can usually tell. And you're then like, you say, then you, re- and then you say, you say, you, well, you repeat it. Yeah. I'm already getting okay. to that. You're interrupting oh, me. Sorry. <laughs> so what you're saying is yeah. I interrupt you and yes. that's frustrating yes. because you're trying to share something. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's even, he did it right there and I knew he was doing it, but it made me feel amazing. So yes, you talk, you can't interrupt. And you can't use your rationalizations and your justifications for all the reasons. You probably have really good reasons why you did what you did. It doesn't matter in this moment. Your only goal is to try to understand. And so then you then repeat what you think they're trying to tell you. And if you got all of it, they will look at you with this biggest smile, maybe some tears in their eyes. And they'll just be like, yeah, that's that's it. Like you got it. And if there's anything missing, you could be like, yes. And then also, you know, if you, this and this, something that connects to it. And also this, if there's something you feel like you want them to understand or just to see you on, yeah. you add that and then they repeat that. And then you're like, yeah, it's like, it's the craziest thing. And then you say, then they usually, the listener usually says, is that everything? Is that everything you want to say? And you're yeah. like, yeah, thank you. And then you flop. And yeah. then, Cause usually someone has their side as well. That's totally. why they did or. Yeah. And sometimes you might not. Yeah. Like it might just be a one-way thing, which is cool because then next time if you have something frustrating, like they're more likely to listen to you. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the people I've heard this from is called safe conversation. So it's like, you feel like it's safe mm-hmm. to have this conversation, mm-hmm. right? It used to be called safe conversation. I think they've changed it anyway, but. 
but I now feel like Tara and I have this framework. And anytime something bothers me, I feel like I can just say, hey, can we framework this? Mm-hmm. It feels safe. It doesn't feel like I'm going to share something and then she's going to get frustrated. And then we're going to like argue for a couple of days or yep. just like this downward spiral. And it's so hard because this person you love so much and care about. And this could be, I'm saying love and care about. It could be with a spouse or a significant other or family members or kids or employees or anything. Mm-hmm. Now, employees, you know, it's a little bit different, but it can be still... just impactful because there will be communication. And if someone you're working with someone and they're struggling, you can say, you know, I, I see that this project I've given you, you're struggling with this. Am I understanding that correctly? Like, yeah, I you think can it, use yeah. it within the business. It's really powerful. It just works. I can't even tell you right now why it works. It just does. Yeah. So on Saturday, like I'll be honest, being in a relationship and a marriage with me is not easy. I put Justin through the ringer. It's amazing too, though. Just saying. <laughs> it is. <laughs> in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> it's great too, but I will admit that I have been extremely stubborn and prideful and had a big old ego about. That sounds like me too. <laughs> <laughs> what We're made like for to each be, other. <laughs> what it's like to be in a relationship with me. And so I've been so afraid of my shadow side that I didn't want to see it myself, let alone someone else poke it out to me or point it out to me. And someone else pointed out to me. And so when I get really, really defensive and I don't want to talk about it. And so I will know I'm doing something wrong, but if Justin says that I'm doing something wrong, I'm so dang defensive. I don't want to do anything. And finally I've gotten to the point, thanks to, you know, a bunch of different studying about myself and honestly, Byron Katie was really good at this is she's really good with being like, yep, everything that you're talking about, I do. Why not just be honest about it and say, it must be hard when I do that. I'm so sorry. Like, and just listen. And you would think, like, I always had this feeling that once I admitted I was doing something wrong, it was like, I'd be thrown in jail and I'd be the worst person ever and everything would be ruined. It does the exact opposite. There is something about saying, I see you and I admit that what I'm doing that is wrong is wrong and it's hard. There's such crazy forgiveness in that, and it really draws two people together. Yeah, my number one thing, and I think I've heard a lot of people confirm this is the same for them, is feeling understood Mm -hmm. and heard and loved and like you desire me with everything. (laughs) 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 If I got that, I'm good. That's all I need in life. (laughs) Well, it's funny because on Saturday, Justin was feeling off, and I could tell. And I knew if I asked him how he was doing, he'd probably say some things about that I'm doing wrong because I already knew I was doing some things wrong and I'm someone who can disassociate at times. And when I'm working through something, I just kind of learned over the years to just go internal, handle it myself. And then I kind of disappear and then I come back and I'm getting way better at it, but it's been hard on Justin. It's confusing when someone disappears there one minute and gone the next. And so I was like, crap, he's going to call me out on my disassociation and probably this and this and this. And I was like, oh yeah, well, the reason why. And I was like, nope, not going to do any of that today. I'm just going to listen and I'm going to understand, and I'm going to use the framework. And so I was like, hey, you want to talk about some stuff? And he just brought up all kinds of different things. I did what we talked about in this framework, and I just listened and listened, and I was honest. And we just talked for, what, like an hour and a half? Yeah, probably. And you just were able to vent all kinds of different things. We came to zero resolutions. We didn't decide to change anything, but the whole vibe and connection in our relationship completely changed because we understood each other. It's insanely healing and it's fast. It's well, like way faster crazy than what most we Most of the do. things I was pulling from straws, as they say, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the things did not have to do with you, but the underlying thing that was really like affecting me, once you said that would be hard, I understand you're saying this frustrates you. Oh my gosh, like that totally makes sense. Everything, nothing else mattered. Like mm-hmm. all the other things that I thought were bothering me, 
like weren't really bothering me. And what was so interesting is I now know and believe, at least for the next few days, <laughs> we're, you know, because we're imperfect and who knows, we might go back to imperfect things. But if we were where we are now, before that conversation happened, I could have talked to you way sooner. I could have said, hey, can we framework this? And felt like I could go into this conversation with both of us being able to get the understanding that we were looking for. And it would have saved us both pain and frustration. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you were awesome and you approached me. But I feel like now that can even be prevented. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it can even be prevented because I know we can have just knowing that we can have that conversation makes you feel better. It makes you feel less in bondage. Want to know a secret? There's more to becoming a millionaire than making money. We talk a lot about building businesses and taking the road less traveled to achieve your goals. But the most successful entrepreneurs we know will tell you investing and growing your money is an essential component to creating wealth, which is why we're really excited about today's sponsor for this episode, Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. It's never too late to start growing, and it's never too early either. You've heard us say about a million times on this podcast that it takes small, consistent steps to build big results. And we love Acorns and how accessible it is to people at all levels of investment knowledge. So head to acorns.com forward slash MU or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Here one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash MU. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC. Member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MU, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MU to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MU. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So it's interesting, too, because at the beginning of that conversation, you were like, I don't feel like I can, I can trust you, Tara, essentially, with my feelings and emotions. It's basically what you were saying. And in my mind, I was like, he's totally right. Like, he has not been able to trust me as his person for him to be honest and talk about the things that are hard. You know, a lot about being an adult sometimes is grieving the hard things about life. And we're not very good at that. We just are like, we should, we're adults. We should get it together. But there are some things to grieve. It's hard. The things that we dreamt about and got are harder than we thought. The ways in which we got hurt. 
<laughs> the ways in which we've been hurt are hard and they're hard to process. And sometimes we just need to verbalize them. I haven't always been great with that with Justin. I've been too afraid of my own self and I haven't been willing to see my own self. Therefore, I haven't had space for his self. And so I pushed that away a lot of times and been defensive. And so this time I was like, I'm so excited about this framework because even today he's going to learn to trust me to be his place because he's going to be able to say whatever he wants. And even if it has to do with me and if I have no self to protect because I'm willing to see whatever it is that's challenging about being Tara. And if I'm not trying to protect that and I'm willing to see all of it, I don't have to protect any of that. And so I'm open to whatever he has to say. Now that doesn't mean, you know, we were talking to our kids about this last night and Brogan had a great question. He was like, well, what if, you know, someone says these things that are hard? Are you like, I'm so sorry. I'm an idiot. I'm the worst. Like, oh, it's not that you maintain your integrity in this conversation. And that's why it works because it's honest. It's brave. It's courageous. It takes major humility, but it also takes a lot of guts and you're not being like, oh, I'm the worst. So you're the worst. You maintain your integrity. So it's very honest. It's harder to do that than it is to go into the pity party, but you maintain your integrity through the conversation. I think one of the biggest things you and I have learned through marriage books and counseling and courses and personal development stuff is because we always feel like, well, what about the other person? They got to, you know, it's like, well, if you raise up your level of development, your spouse or partner significant other will naturally raise up to that level Mm -hmm. as well. Like try it sometime. Like it is impossible to argue with someone who is not arguing. You might try, but at the end of the day, like you're going to feel like crap. (laughs) It's it's like almost makes you more mad at first. You're like, ah, we've both done it at different times. And when the other person is just like not in limbic brain, they're just like poised and just listening. Like you can't argue with that, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's the power of sticking in the pocket because you're handling the conversation well. And that person's just kind of going off. It's amazing because it lets them see themselves and then they don't have any excuses to why they were acting that way. And they have to see themselves Mm -hmm. and it just works well because it's like, dang it, you stayed in the good spot. Like you didn't go to the uncle areas I like to go to sometimes and use the mechanisms or the coping devices or defensive whatever's. You say it in the pocket, and so it really lets you see yourself if you're the one who's not playing it cool mm-hmm. in the framework. And so mm-hmm. uber, uber simple, but really hard to do if you struggle with controlling, <laughs> maintaining some sort of willpower and not attacking, not throwing jabs in the side, not interrupting, but like sticking to the framework, it will be a powerful exercise. There was this book that I listened to earlier this week that hasn't come out yet because, you know, we're going to interview someone. Can on you say the book. name of it or no? Is that legal? I don't know. Okay. Well, well, you'll find out in a few weeks. <laughs> I'm not sure, honestly. <laughs> Probably. But it was just talking about how relationships, like good, strong relationships, are by far, and I believe in this 100%, the number one thing that leads to the greatest happiness in this life. Like speaking from two people who have had the big house, who have traveled the world, who have done all the things, like all those things are great or not great. Like We've whatever. achieved a good amount of our outer goals. Yes. And you can have the outer goals and have happiness, and you can not have the outer goals and have happiness. Mm-hmm. It doesn't totally matter. Like, don't get us wrong. Like doing the outer things is going to change the inner being is going to cause you to change the inner being. Because the truth is to make money, you do have to face your inner stuff. You do have to face your shadow side. Like go make money because it's going to test you. Right. But nothing is more important than strong relationships. So do not go try to make a bunch of money and then like screw the relationships. You know, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Like whatever. Like, right. Mm -hmm. Like the relationship is the most important thing. So put your ego to the side. Working through these things are the most important. We had a bunch of things that we wanted to share that we learned this past year. We're like, let's focus on the number one thing. Because this thing, as we look at all the other goals and things that we've learned, this trumps all of them and affects all of them. And by far, 
builds into all of them. Your business will be better off. Terry, do we function better when our relationship is better or when we're disconnected? And like, is our business, but like, what's like, everything is better, right? When you and I are connected and doing well and our, with our kids and our relationships are good, like our business is better. We make more money. We have more fun on these. Like the trips are not fun. The big house is not fun. If the relationships are not good, in fact, it will exponentialize the amount of misery that you feel Mm -hmm. because you feel like I got this thing and I'm still not happy. I have no excuse. And you'll be frustrated and you'll be blaming each other. And it's like, well, you don't appreciate this and all the things we have. And it's like a bunch of crap. So once again, to reiterate the framework, first you state, let's have a framework. And maybe there's a different thing we'll end up calling it, right? Or, Or you can call it, but you can give whatever name you like, whatever name you like. So state that let's framework this. It might be in the heat of the moment. And they could say, okay, look, I want to do it now or, or give me a few minutes. But okay, I'll give you, let, when would you like to do it? Or even if they storm off, like, that's okay too. Like, give them some space. Like, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. we all do it. But then come back, framework it. One person starts, they state the frustration. I mean, you can just state the appreciation too, if that, you know, mm-hmm. in a different scenario. But without attacking, they state the frustration. The one person just listens. Then they repeat, not, not just repeat, but repeat in a way that your goal is to prove to them. This is the new game. The new game is not winning. The new game is proving that you understand them. That's the real, like, if you want to be a champion, like, let down the ego and make them feel like you understand them, even if you don't completely agree. So what you're saying is this, and you say it. And it's not like, so what you're trying to tell me is that I'm an idiot no. and I should be better. It's like, okay, so what you're trying to tell me is it's difficult and it would mean a lot to you if it's more in that like yeah. vulnerable space. The truth is what they are saying is probably true. Mm-hmm. And if you want quote unquote power, this will give you the most power, but the power to improve and work together will give you both the power, right? Mm-hmm. So you repeat to them what you think they're saying. So they feel understood. And then you say, is there anything else? Like, as if you like already poured your, like, you're like, oh, okay, I can't believe I did that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else? Mm-hmm. And then they need to be able to say if there's anything else. And so it's hard because you were already vulnerable and then they might keep piling it on. And you have a bunch of stuff in your brain going, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you have to be like, okay, okay. But then you'll have your chance to share things that might bother you. Yeah. Right? And sometimes you might be with someone, well, they're going to start going off the rails a bit. Or they'll start throwing some jabs in there. Or they're not ready to framework it. And they'll kind of get some little things here and there. If you can stick in the pocket and even framework when they're being naughty. Yeah. like <laughs> That's you can, powerful. You can do that, too. Because sometimes they're like, well, they're just going to throw a jab in there real quick. you know. And you're like, so what you're trying to say is that... Like basically that jab that you just threw was not very cool. But I think what you're trying to tell me, because I was listening to something recently and they said, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone where they're, you know, playing the victim or they're angry or they're disassociating, whatever it is that they're doing, they have a real valid pain point. Mm -hmm. They're suffering under there. So maybe they might be chewing you out, but really they're just scared and they're hurting. And so when someone acts uncool, because that happens plenty, because we're all human, when they do something that's just not cool, sometimes you can just pull it out instantly in the moment, even though they just kind of were a bit naughty with you and be like, okay, so what you're trying to say is that this and this and this, and you'll watch them just like melt. It's kind of crazy. And just to be clear, there are extreme cases of Mm -hmm. abuse, verbal, physical, like that's not what we're talking about. Those need serious intervention. Like don't put yourself in toxic relationships, like Mm -hmm. have boundaries. We're not talking about that. Right. But I don't know. There's a lot of times we maybe thought our relationship could be, (laughs) you know, like we could go into a story about this is verbal abuse or whatever, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but we're not, I mean, we don't, go off the rails like right? yeah. but anyway i'm just giving a little bit of context here like we have a pretty good stable yeah, no, relationship we're not getting right? into craziness but so you want to definitely want to have boundaries but yeah if you can just make the person feel understood and her like you hear them it can change everything mm-hmm. so did i get it all 
let them say anything else they got and then repeat it again. Is there anything else that I get at all? And then you take your turn. Just try it out. For us, it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. I genuinely think that it will change like our life. I yeah. mean, it's, we've had a great marriage, but it's been hard. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you can take something hard, whether it's been a business or a relationship or anything. And if you can make it quote unquote right or better or improve it, all that hard work like just turns in. It's like, like turns into like just goodness. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause how many times have we had like an argument and then we remember all the hard times. Yep. And if you're like, well, connected, you just remember all the good times and all yeah. the hard times just turn into great lessons and value. Yeah. Right. And it's taken us 20 years of marriage almost to get to the point where we could actually implement that system, but it's so dang simple. We should have done it from day one, but also no regrets. But man, we feel empowered to have this in our tool belt because it is powerful. Make it a great year. Yeah, 2024. It's crazy what happens in a year. And it's crazy what can happen over all the years, what accumulates if you continue to try to make better choices and be a better human being. This year will be the fruits of what we started 20 years ago, starting a business and being able to take care of our family and sell our home and and go travel the world and then come back and be in a place that we love. Those are all the fruits of day in and day out, just trying to do a little better, trying to improve our businesses a little better, improve our relationships a little better. And we're seeing a lot of the fruits of that. And that's really, really exciting. Every day counts, but also let things go. And not everything matters. One of the things we were talking about today, heard this many times, and I believe it with all my heart and soul, that we often overestimate what we can accomplish in a year, but we underestimate what we can accomplish in three years, five years, 10 years. So don't beat yourself up if 2023, you didn't accomplish all the things. Focus is what changes your life. Focus is what makes you rich. Focus is what improves your finances, your health, your relationships. Focus on a few things this year in your business. Don't try to do everything. Having one pretty good system that you're focused on day in and day out and everyone's clear on what's going on, that's way more valuable than having like a hundred ideas that aren't being implemented. Implement just a few things that help you move and progress towards your goal and you'll see much better results than if you're thinking about or talking about all the things and not really doing any of the things. So do that in 2024 and 25 and 26 because we're focusing on not just one year at a time. Mm You'll be amazed at what you can accomplish and how much you can change your life. And the truth is, if we look at any one given year, they've all been rough. But together, like, I mean, look where we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy, right? They've been rough, but they've been beautiful. Totally. But I mean, like, even the first year we made a million dollars, I remember the whole year just being like, oh, what's happening? And then we like, we just made a million dollars. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it like, they build on each other. And mm-hmm. so how that perspective, we were even talking about, we're not necessarily... To the point where maybe we hoped we would be after what it's been like one year, essentially, since we started Millionaire University, Mm -hmm. right? And we haven't necessarily reached like all the goals that we thought maybe we would have, but it's easy to focus on that. But also when we look at the things that have accomplished, we first launched the podcast, we had like 20 listeners Mm -hmm. per day. Yes. It was like, oh, wow. So much work. Very little outcome. And now every episode we do, we're getting 10, 20,000 listeners, right? And Mm -hmm. even though ideally we'd like to have like 100,000, it's like, wow, we've come a long ways. Mm -hmm. So don't forget the exponential growth. We're not exactly where we want to be on our social media, followers, all these different things. But it's like if you look at what we have accomplished and what we have learned and you think of how business and life works exponentially. And then you were talking about over the past 20 years, how everything is built on each other. Mm -hmm. It's actually pretty mind blowing. Mm -hmm. And then remembering that everything you do is really an inner game. And where are you in your relationships? We're building a little team. Like we've got people that are working with us and the 
unique people that we've met and introduced to you guys on the podcast. Like, it's kind of crazy. And then even working with that team and realizing, oh, we should do a better job of tracking what everyone is doing with their time. Sometimes we worry about, oh, I don't want to micromanage or step on anyone's toes. But as we've done that these past several months, not even past several months, it's been something we've introduced the past several weeks. It's so easy to see, oh, you're spending your time here. Don't do that. Do this. And then we're able to see, okay, this is what it's costing us to create content. And this is how much we're making on our content. How do we make more on our content by doing these things through like sponsorships and ads and stuff like that? And then how do we decrease our cost? And as we look at that, we're like, oh, if we do a few tweaks here and there, we can create a business that is what we call a break-even funnel or a self-liquidation business. Basically where, okay, we now clearly for every dollar we spend, we're making more than we spend. And then any program or any offering or anything we do on top of that is pure profit. Not to get into the weeds too much on that. We can talk more about that another time. But yeah, just measuring and tracking the things that you're doing. Our first year, I would say, was more about throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall, seeing what sticks, taking action because action gives you information. And now we're able to look at these things and have some actual numbers and to analyze some data or some information a little more closely. And that's how you grow and scale. This isn't working as well. Let's improve here and let's try these things. And that's when you start to see exponential growth. Like we've learned a ton. We've done a ton. Things are starting to grow. We can now leverage all the downloads and listens that we do have to each episode and go now collaborate with other podcasters that have big audiences. There's just so many different opportunities that open up when you just focus on those few things. And exponential growth in the big picture. So mm-hmm. I said a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, get after it. Keep taking action one step at a time. Remember the framework. Remember relationships are what really count. Don't forget your non-negotiables. Like what are the things that are the most important to you? But that doesn't mean that you can't keep cranking away. Yep. Just keep going. Life is awesome. Yep. There's been a lot of hard things that have happened in 2023 throughout the world. Mm-hmm. There's also been a lot of amazing things, a lot of good things. And it's really about that inner journey and where are you at in your life. And as you work on that, that's really the best way that you can help other people. Keep working on those things. Have a great year. It's been a lot of fun. Like we're just getting started. But we're also doing it in a way that fits where we're at in our life. That allows us to enjoy the traveling, enjoy each other, enjoy this life that we have together with us and kids. So keep those things in mind, but keep cranking. It's fun. Business is fun. It's exciting. Making money is awesome. Just remember what really matters in life. Amen. All right. Get out there. Go get them. We'll be with you guys. Let's go 2024. Class. This must. This must. Hey, Eric Fisher here, and if you love the conversations and lessons happening on this show, and you've heard my voice before, you'll love my show, Beyond the To-Do List. It's a podcast about productivity and getting things done in all the areas where we wear multiple hats and roles, but also about the true meaning of productivity, living a more meaningful life. Look, you've got a never-ending to-do list, but add this podcast to your to-do list and it will help you tackle the rest. Go right now, wherever you're listening to this, and search Beyond the To-Do List and hit follow or subscribe. Start listening and get that boost for your productivity that you've been needing. Again, that's beyond the to-do list. Search in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast.